So, so are they doing the, like, the, um, like, signature skill or whatever that they've tried to do in the past? Yes, they are actually taking like. that from Madden, which I think is the one, the one really good thing that Madden has done over the past few years. Yeah. Is the, the superstar X factor, which um, assigns abilities to star players in the league that are unique to them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's worked really well in Madden, and I was pretty surprised to see that in this trailer. I didn't know that NHL was adopting that. It's pretty exciting. They've tried to do it before, um, but I guess it was more like archetypes rather than... yeah. Yeah, these are meant to um, be things that are unique to the player and, and sort of like reflect some aspect of their game in real life. Right. Um, um. So like in the trailer, we see that Austin Matthews has one. Uh, Andre Vasilevsky has one. Um, that's really about all we got. It, you know, it just shows us that the game is going to have them. Right. Um, yeah, they didn't show it for everybody because they didn't show Sid's. No, they didn't show Sid's. You um, know he's going to have one. Yeah. You know McDavid's going to have one. Yeah. Um, I mean, it makes sense that Austin Matthews was spotlighted in this trailer the most because, you know, Toronto's the most popular team. Right. But, um, yeah, I was, I was... And he's already been on the cover, right? He was on the cover in NHL 20, so he will not be the cover yeah. star. Um, there has been speculation about who the cover star w- would be um, because there was a so this was the reveal trailer that came out a couple hours before we were recording today uh, two days ago there was a teaser for the trailer which was just like mm-hmm. a little <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was just like a little five second um, showing you the ice and like the the reflections in the ice and like a little sure. a little skate going by but it, the ice is the um it's madison square garden it's new york rangers mm-hmm. so people thought um artemi panarin was set to be announced as the the cover star which mm. which i think makes a lot of sense you know it's a, a big market um he's a superstar player he hasn't been on the cover yet he's young um yeah. also Some baggage though uh, what what do you mean uh he had I think he had some homophobic shit and then he had the weird um Russian op smear campaign against him. Okay, I didn't I wasn't aware of any of this. <laughs> so there was a there was a thing where um a story came out of Russia that he had um I I I I want to get this right. Um I think it was that he assaulted a woman. Um, and the Rangers and like even the NHL, um, like circled the wagons immediately and said that, no, this is a a Russian smear campaign because he came out against, um, Vladimir Putin. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) and so he had to like take away time, uh, from the team, um, Yeah, yeah, it was. And then what's the deal with the homophobia? I think he just made some remarks that were not. Um, 
I want to get that right too because I don't want to. Well, so I, I should say this is just speculation um, based on that teaser. Uh, there, sure. there hasn't been a cover athlete announced yet. Leading up to this, like all summer long, people thought the obvious pick would be Nathan McKinnon. Because um, he's arguably, you know, he's, he's one of the three best players in the league for sure. And he hasn't had the cover yet. Um, but yeah, I wasn't aware. I wasn't aware about that with Panarin. Oh, this is okay. It wasn't homophobic. It was just racist. Okay. Oh, so, um, okay. this was when he was with the Blackhawks. This came out, um, a video of Chicago Blackhawks winger Artemi Panarin surfaced on YouTube from an interview with a Russian TV station in 2012. In that segment, Panarin and another teammate from the KHL are asking questions to one another in Russian, and one of the questions was asked, what could you never do? In response to the question, Panarin jokingly responded, have sex with a black woman. Um, so, so he's this basically... This is a very the unfortunate hockey, theme on our show now. He's the hockey equivalent of John Mayer John is Mayer. what I'm getting from this. Um, and yeah, this is becoming a running theme on the show. Uh, I did not realize it was racial remarks. I thought it was, um, homophobic remarks. <sighs> uh, See, I was, I was like... <laughs> Like earlier today, I was like, okay, that would be a good cover pick. He seems like a likable player. It would be kind of like a slap in the yeah, face to yeah. Tom Wilson, you know, like, fuck you, Tom Wilson. Sure. But, yeah. but uh, yeah, no, after this, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Um, well, hey, at least apparently the assault thing is. Is fake. Weird, weird Russian propaganda or something. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so he's, he, he said that 10 years ago. Um, well, you know, it's good to know. Now I know. Um, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we'll have to wait and see who the cover athlete is. Um, I'm, I'm now hoping it's, it's not Artemi Panarin. <laughs> Maybe it'll be what, who is it? Capo Caco? Do they still have him? Yeah, wasn't he like their hot shot prospect? Oh, he was. Yeah, really the Rangers made some moves this this summer. I can't keep track of, but I think they kept him. Do they? They made some dumb moves. I was trying out Game Pass, and uh, there's there's only like a few games on PC that I really have any interest in, which is good because then I can just kind of play the what I want out of the free trial and then be done with it. Mm -hmm. um, but then I was like, well, you know, maybe I should like the games I play on PC don't really test my 3070 all that much, you know. Like, right. I'm playing Final Fantasy 14, you know, it can do max settings, no problem. Uh, and then I'm playing like indies, which I could play on a toaster, basically. Um, like I'm playing, I'm playing games that don't even have like frame rate settings, you know? Sure. Like they're just like, yeah, we, it'll run it, you know, uh, you know, unlimited frames, like just do it. Um, so then they have, they have all the Bethesda shit because they own Bethesda now. Yeah. Uh, so, so Doom Eternal's on there and I was like, okay, well, you know, I, I really like the first Doom, you know, in the remake series, so... Or, you know, or the reboot series. Um, so I was like, yeah, let me play Doom Eternal. 
Um, and it's an 80 gig download, so it takes a couple hours. Uh, and so I boot it up. Well, I think I'm booting up the game. Um, but I'm booting up some kind of like a multiplayer install. Um, and so it wants me to sign into a Bethesda account and I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't want to play multiplayer. I want to, I want the campaign. Like I want the point of the game. Mm -hmm. Um, so I exit out of that and then I have to go into the game pass menu and try to find where the hell they install, like where I can click to launch the campaign. Because it's it's not just like like the rest of the games where I can just click on it and it boots no well, problem. I've noticed so that like in, I've noticed that some games um, that are really large, they will give you the option of what to install first. Almost like the campaign and multiplayer are two different downloads. Is that was that the case here? Uh, it didn't give me any choice of what I was downloading. It was just like, hey, you're in, this is just downloading Doom Eternal. Okay. And I had to I had to wait for the full 80 gigs. Like there was no choice. Um, it wasn't like on PS4 or PS5 that you know, because like, that's what I've used. So it's like, oh hey, like if it gets to this point, you could play the game, but it's gonna install the rest of it in the background or whatever. Um, there was none of that. Um, so then I finally found like it's like, oh yeah, do you want to buy Doom Eternal? I'm like, no, I want to boot the version that I thought I was downloading. So then I finally found it. Um, they still want you to sign in with a Bethesda account for an offline campaign. Yeah, that's the new thing. Ubisoft does that for all of its games. Well, yeah, like you expect that from Ubisoft and EA and like all that shit. And it's like, okay, well, Bethesda's doing that now. It's like, well, I didn't need to do that for the last offline Doom. Uh, I, I might have a Bethesda account. Um... But, like, they've had data breaches and, like, you know, all kinds of crazy shit with Fallout 76. Um, I honestly don't want to do that. Right. So I look, and some people are like, well, if you restrict Doom from having fire, like, if you tell it in your firewall settings that it can't access the internet, uh, that just won't appear. You can just play the game. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I do that. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> no. It still oh. wants me to log in. Wow. So, yeah, the, the workaround for Ubisoft games is to just <laughs> disconnect your uh, console from the Internet and, and play offline. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, OK, well, like, no, I'm not going to unplug my Ethernet cord just so I can play Doom Eternal. You know, because it's like, what if I want something on my second screen? Like, it, it, it's so ridiculous. So I wasted two hours downloading this and it's like, no, I'm not going to try to figure out what my Bethesda login was just to do this. Like, even though this is a free game and I wasted two hours downloading it. It's like no no i'm not gonna do that like this is this is ridiculous so i uninstalled it like immediately good for you holding your ground yeah like that is bullshit like it is like come on like come on what's what what was what really bothered me too is um anytime you boot up a game in pc game pass uh you have to allow it to have access to your Xbox account, which I guess is like their way of saying like, hey, do you still have Game Pass? Mm -hmm. um, so you do that for Doom. It's like, hey, are you like, do you want to give Doom your Microsoft account? It's like, yeah. So like they have my Microsoft account. So now you want me to have another login for an offline game. Like. Yeah, it's, it's too so much. Ridiculous. It's too much, and when all the companies have this, it's like, what are you even supposed to do with all these accounts? 
Right. And I just did this too. I just cleaned like a really old email of um, like old accounts like that. Where like I had like a Blizzard login um, and shit like that that I changed the email to to like a newer one so I could stop using this ancient ass middle school email. Mm hmm. It's just like there's so many fucking accounts. It's oh. like no, no, I can't, I can't. I know. This. Um. Yeah. Like I eventually caved and signed up for Ubisoft because I'm like I I want to play a game, a single player offline game with no multiplayer component, and I do right. not want to disconnect from the internet every time. So I'm just gonna give it's, in it's, and I yeah. and I signed up. It's like yeah, I probably have technically a Ubisoft account too, right? Because I guess on PlayStation just kind of creates one for you mm -hmm. um i don't know what the fuck the credentials for it would be uh because they, they used to have those ubisoft points or whatever the hell it's like i don't know what the hell all that shit was the last assassin's creed game i played yeah you know yeah like like that's <laughs> so dumb it's not it's even like, like there's wait, can't wait for starfield Oh yeah, where you gotta log, where you gotta log into a Bethesda account to play it. Like, is that game coming to Game Pass like day one, or no? Uh, probably. Yeah, I'll probably. I think they said it. If it is, I'll probably try it, it out. I mean, why not? Why not? Yeah. Um. Another annoying thing with Game Pass is that um. So Hades is on there, and I'm like, okay, cool. I could play Hades at a, a decent frame rate that is not the, like, 20 frames or lower that it gets to on the Switch when there's a lot of enemies on screen. Um, and the PC version on Steam and the Epic Store has cross-save with the Switch version. But the Game Pass PC version doesn't. <laughs> Which is really, really annoying. That is... Cause it's like it's just it's just, it's a it's the same PC version, but what? Cause it's wrapped up in Xbox, it can't it can't cross save. Yeah, I don't get like, it. Yeah. So you? But it's like did you? But like did you bother with it then? So I played a little, like you know, I did a few runs. Um, but it's just like. I, I never got too far in the game because I'm pretty bad at it. Like, I, I was still stuck on the Hydra, I think, which is, like, the second boss. Mm -hmm. um, but I had, like, almost everything unlocked, you know? Like, all the upgrades and shit. So, it's like, I'd have to get all the gems to unlock everything again. So, yeah, I just, I just remember the last time I played that game, like, last year... I thought I was really clever because I was able to bypass this mini boss, this annoying mini boss on the way to the main one. Mm, mm -hmm. um, but I didn't realize that if you just bypass the mini boss, then he'll show up alongside the regular <laughs> boss and you're facing yeah. them both at the same time. <laughs> so then I took a break from the game and I never came back to it. Yeah. And it's like, the other thing is that, it, you know, it's a, it's a roguelike that tells a story. Um, which is really cool, and uh, like it's got these great characters and all these interactions with the characters, um, but when you're seeing it for the second time, mm -hmm. <laughs> and you and you just want to try to make some progress, and you just have to skip all that shit. Yep. It's like okay, all right, you know, and like and don't get me wrong, the game does a really good job. Like you're thrown into the game pretty much immediately, um, 
but it's just like in between every run you got to skip like all this dialogue because you've seen it already yeah i'd actually uh, forgotten um because i did i did boot it up last week just for a little while um but i didn't yeah. get very far so i didn't feel like it was really worth mentioning my experience with it this time around but i did i didn't remember how it just does throw you right in there like you're doing a run immediately without any like Mm-hmm. any cutscene, any dialogue anything like you're just thrown in yeah. and i wish more games like kind of started that way with like an action sequence of some sort mm-hmm. um yeah you know what i mean because it, it just really gets you right into it right and that first run is part of the story too. it is it's yes like, yeah um but yeah that's the uh half hour game <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um okay, so I I had a uh I have like a weird idea for a segment um which I guess was supposed to go at like the very beginning of the show but who gives a shit. Um where uh I'm I'm trying to learn how to read tarot cards. Okay. Uh and so I figured this might be just awful audio because nobody can see the cards and you can't see the cards no i can't only i can see the cards so it's like a one-sided magic trick i guess or something <laughs> how um, do i know you're not making it all up well i i mean i i will be regardless oh true <laughs> but <laughs> but um so yeah so i figured i could do a reading or two um and i thought maybe like at the beginning of the show i could do a reading to see how well the rest of the show is going to go Okay. Um, or, or I don't know. Maybe if you have any questions. Yeah, I mean, this about, is really. Um, this I did not. I could not have predicted this. Well, there you go. Yeah. Then you know. Um. So yeah. So, what 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 are we interested in? Are we interested in, in to see how the rest of the show is going to go? Are we? Uh, well, I mean, we. What are we look? What are we looking to find out? The answer is on? the answer is poorly, right? I mean, that's how it usually. Yeah, I suppose. So it's not, um, not much of a <laughs> not much of a prediction. I mean, no, so, so you have no faith in the in in this segment and the ones that follow. Is that what you're saying? Well, maybe. All right, maybe I should sort of have have a a more optimistic <laughs> view. We'll, we'll, all right, let's do it. Let's see how it goes. Okay. All right. Hold on. All right. Let me shuffle these. Should I get, should I ASMR get it really close to the mic? Of course. These are very thick cards. Can't really. Hold on. You can't really shuffle them like you would like a regular deck of cards. But I'll try. Because there's 72 of them, you know. That sort of did it. I heard that, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, there are a ton of different spreads, and you can kind of make your own spreads, is what I'm learning. Um, so, we could do, like, a daily, which is kind of like three cards, or we could do something very specific, like, there's one for, um, uh, Spiritual tarot readings you could do to jumpstart a new business, if we're interested in that one. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, 
practical business tarot spread to help you strategize. Uh-huh. Uh, what does the daily involve? The daily is like just um, you could do yes or no questions or um, just sort of like three cards to say like past, present, future, like what, what the day is like going to do. Now, I do. Can I ask a question before we get started on this? Yeah. What what um, led you to this uh, as like a new um, hobby, I guess? Um, so do you want the short answer or the long answer? I guess, I guess short. <laughs> okay. The short answer is persona. Okay. <laughs> I understand now. <laughs> Um, and also in Final Fantasy XIV, um, my main class is Astrologian, which mm. is a healer that uses cards to buff the party. Um, so, is there I feel like, like I'm is the it. next step after this a cosplay? Uh, no, no, okay. I don't think that's for me. All right. Um, so so should we do a, a simple yes no maybe? Sure. Okay. All right. So, so maybe you should ask the question then. Um. Okay. So it has to be yes, no question. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Well, I guess we'll keep it to to show specific, right? So, so um. Will we have a good rest of the show. Okay. Let's Pretty see. simple. But. All right. So it looks like it has to be. A, so there, so there will be a series of, uh, I'll, I'll be drawing three cards. So there'll be three, three factors. So there'll be a factor supporting having Okay, wait, hold on. How did you phrase your question? Um, so, uh, will we have a... I'll say, will we have a successful rest of the show? Okay. Maybe that's... All right, so so there will be... The first card will be a factor supporting having a successful rest of the show. Okay. The second card will be a factor against having a successful rest of the show. And the third card is what we need to know the most about having a successful rest of the show. So like right. that's like guidance, that's like advice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. First card is the Princess of Pentacles. Um let's see. I don't know all the um suits all that well like the 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 mi like the minor ones, the minor arcana that well. Mm -hmm. So I do have to look that one up. So give me one moment. I will be cutting the shit out of this thing. <laughs> okay. Oh, we have a clear vision in mind. They're now setting plans and action to make it happen. Oh, I mean, that that lines up. That, that makes sense. That does line up. Yeah. Um, thirst for learning. 
fueling your entrepreneurial spirit with curiosity and wonder. Huh. And this is all from the princess of what, what was it? Princess of Pentacles. Okay. Uh, by reframing work as play, you allow yourself to approach learning as a new adventure. I mean, I feel like Move this forward is, with reason this is and practicality and set your sights forward to expand. Realize your potential by allowing yourself to grow. Okay. I feel like that's pretty good. That's pretty damn good. All right. So then our next card is the factors against having a successful rest of the show. And we can't skip this part. Uh, no, I'm feeling no, I'm feeling very confident after that first sure. yeah. one. So all right, we have the ten of Pentacles. Oh, accomplishment and completion. You've reached a point of success on your journey, facing challenges and overcoming them. The foundation for achievement has been set, and you are now able to kick back, relax, and enjoy your efforts. So the show's over. So the, so the show might be over. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Legacy and tradition are important to you so that you're still able to make an impact after you're gone. Hmm. It's a little, little dark. Okay. Oh, so it says here that if we're unsure of what this means, we could just like add another card on top of this one. I mean, I feel like it was pretty Should clear. We- like this show, this podcast will be your legacy. <laughs> This is what you're leaving behind to the world. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Our third card. What we need to know the most about having a successful rest of the show. I feel like I didn't shuffle these enough because this is the four of pentacles. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... This is the card of control and stability. Lock and key. You've got your finances stashed away with double security. Nope. No, I don't. You're in complete control of what goes in and what goes out, dutifully standing guard at the door. Saving is a habit that you've mastered. Nope. And you've racked up enough in the bank to be financially stable and independent. Nope. You're in complete control and conservative about how you spend your money. Nope. Valuing your possessions. Watch out for penny pinching to the point where you don't allow yourself to enjoy the fruits of your labor. So that was a big okay. swing and a miss. That one, yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like the first the first card. The first card was was great. Like that was on the money. Yeah. Um, mm. Even the second card, because I do feel like you're leaving behind a significant legacy here. Um, I should Maybe. say I should I should really point out that this is this is your legacy and not mine. <laughs> um, yeah, you your, want no, you want nothing to do with this. It's, it's yeah, your okay. your show, right? <laughs> your legacy. Oh boy. Hmm. Okay. So it's not all well, supposed to be three of the same light. It's not supposed to be three pentacles, ideally, right? No, no. I think I think the shuffle was bad. Is what that means. All right, well, we can chalk that one up to the shuffle. We could chalk that one up to the shuffle. If you don't follow okay. the the rules, then you can't get the answers that you you seek out. Yeah. Should we try another one, and I'll have a better shuffle here. Of course. 
All right. Is there so then so then if that's gonna be like you're saying that's my legacy, that's my my answer. Should we do something relevant, more relevant to you? Oh, do you have um, a question specific to you. Oh God, I I really struggle just to find that first question. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you happen to have any. Um, let's well, let's see. There's there's a ton of spreads here. Um. Career spreads, love and relationships, uh, spiritual, uh, self-growth and personal development. These are all touchy subjects, if I'm being honest. Okay. <laughs> um, dream interpretation? Have you had any interesting dreams that you'd like to uh, figure out? Um, I can't say I have. I honestly, I'm, I'm someone who really doesn't care about dreams very much like i don't know if you feel the same way but if somebody starts to tell you about their dream i just kind of like sure zone out okay uh six card tarot spread for self-love okay self-love and acceptance would you um any interest there uh sure <laughs> decision making you know decision i've always struggled with decision making okay here we go is there is there a specific decision that you are um, struggling with whether to continue being on this podcast. Okay. All right. Bring it a full circle. You know, I, I honestly thought it would be the, uh, the RuneScape trad wife that, uh, really, really sent you away, but maybe it's my own psychosis. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, this, I could, I could really take something positive away from this right now. Sure. Okay. So this is going to be five cards. I'm still shuffling, but I'm going to explain. So this is going to be five card spread. All right. Uh, the first card is going to be your motivation. What excites you? What compels mm -hmm. you forward every day? How does that affect your decision? Uh, second one is your ideal outcome. In this world, what would you truly like to happen? If you could close your eyes and dream, what do you really desire to get out of these circumstances? <laughs> if this card says something about Big Brother, I'm going to shit a brick. Uh, your values. What are your principles? What do you value? How does that affect your decision? Um, and so then cards four and five are the two likely outcomes. What will happen if you take this path or what will happen if you take this other path? Okay, and the two paths are continue doing the show and, and not continue doing the show? Uh, it'll give you the options. It'll give you the options. This isn't this isn't a yes-no. Oh, it's not? Uh, Interesting. No. Okay. okay, so this is a different one. The, the yes-no spread is like three cards sort of left to right. This one is um, I'm making like a cross pattern here with the five cards. Interesting. Okay. I feel like I have to explain that because this is an audio medium. All right. I feel like I got a good shuffle in this time. First card, the King of Swords. Mm. This is for your motivation. Clarity, mental strength, cerebral. Power lies in the mind. Intellectual strength gives the King of Swords his edge, ruling with dignity and authority. His judgment is sound, <laughs> based on objectivity to find the honest truth. He detaches himself from emotions and believes in solving problems using his intellect and fair objectivity. 
thriving under structure and rules, the King of Swords is able to sort through systems and look back at history in order to find his answers. He asks you to accumulate your wealth of knowledge and detach yourself from your emotions. Research before making important decisions, carefully weighing all your options with scrutiny. Experience has led the King of Swords to embrace rules and to lead with a conscious compass. In his kingdom, structure follows freedom to flourish. I feel like so that's it's it's my show now. No, I feel like this is describing your 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 motivation, your mindset, and oh. I I feel like this sort of this sort of comes to a T. Does it? Um, yeah. Uh, accumulate your wealth of knowledge and detach yourself from emotions. Research before making important decisions. Carefully weighing all options with scrutiny. Yeah, but I don't do any research for this show. I think that's that much is clear. No, but I mean, I just mean in general. Oh, we're, this isn't specific to the to the question that I asked. For it is, but like like this is your motivation in in general. Oh, okay. This is like this is. So we're taking a more broader look at at just myself. For the motivation part, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Number two, this is at the center of the cross. This is your ideal outcome. The nine of cups. Wish come true. Fulfillment. Your wish is my command. The nine of cups is referred to as the wish card. In the tarot deck, it is a surefire sign that your wishes will be granted soon. Grace with abundance, you are personally feeling yourself as you've reached a sense of completion with a major goal or project. There's a balance between all areas of your life, health, wealth, love, relationships, as your ideal lifestyle blossoms into fruition. Your heart's desires have been attended to, reaching deep emotional satisfaction and fulfillment. Count your blessings and all the good things that life has to offer by living to the fullest. Gratitude is the attitude, my friend. This is poorly. Indulge in life's sweet fruits and treat yourself. It's very important to enjoy the journey, making the destination so much sweeter. Yeah... No. So you could you could read this as saying that being on the show is the fulfillment of your wish. Maybe. Um I mean I you know we're in a pandemic. And <laughs> and so I it is something that I look forward to every week. So in in that sense it's fulfilling um i do learn uh interesting interesting uh things you know we can get some some stories that uh i don't know i'm looking i'm looking hard for something in this one here because i feel i feel like i'm not it 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 hasn't it hasn't captured Mm -hmm. it hasn't captured Mm -hmm. what i was hoping for me okay well maybe maybe we'll um get some more clarity here okay uh third card is your values Mm -hmm. the ace of cups I thought I shuffled (laughs) creativity emotional expression spread the love you're being offered a taste of refreshing opportunities full of emotional expression and fulfillment the water in the ace of cups is allowing you to flow with love and creativity in your relationship with yourself and others Free-flowing, you allow yourself to pour your feelings in a way that is cleansing and nourishing for your soul. A desire for compassion and connection is inspiring you to lend a helping hand to those in need. Um, 
So maybe you're helping my ass out. <laughs> By sharing your gifts with the world, you become much more open about who you are and the unique talents that you bring. Creative juices are ripe and glowing with new possibilities and the beginning of deep love, compassion, and happiness. Your energy is contagious. Don't forget to pass the cup and share the good vibes. The more you give, the more you receive on multiple levels. Okay. I'll make sure to pass the cup. I, I will remember that. You have to you have to pass the cup. Yeah. Good like vibes uh, only. Good vibes only. Pass the cup. Like it's communion wine. All right. So four and five. These are going to be your outcomes. These, this is for your decision making here. Okay. By the way, is this like is this like Gen Z tarot cards? Good vibes only? <laughs> like what is Maybe. Maybe. Um I'm going to draw both of these at the same... I, it doesn't say to do this, but I'm going to draw both of these at the same time. It feels appropriate since these are your... These are your choices here. Okay. Do I have to pick one at the end? Uh, that's up to you. Or you could ruminate on your decision. Okay. I'm not going to, you know, hold you to that in the moment. The Princess of Wands is your first option. And the Princess of Swords. Mm. Interesting. Okay. So four is the Princess of Wands. Let's see. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten. Creative expression, spark, free spirit. Positive and passionate, the Princess of Wands dances with lighthearted abandon. She has an enthusiastic outlook on life and is brimming with ideas that she is dying to share with others. Open to discovery, she yearns for adventure, wanting to try anything and everything. By exploring the unknown, you learn more about yourself in the process. She is a catalyst for change, bringing a, bursting, a burst of inspiration to begin new projects for you to continue forging your path forward with your vision. Creative self-expression is her mantra, and she encourages you to be exactly who you are, to step into the spotlight and show your true colors. So very interesting. It's interesting. It's also like so far, it, it just makes me feel bad about myself because it's like I'm not doing nearly, not doing nearly enough. What are you talking about? You fill up you fill up all of the uh, the show notes here. That's what that's what you're bringing. Okay, all right. you want to try anything and everything. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you're down with the clown, you know. I'm down with the clown. All right, what's, yeah. what's, the, what's the second option? Because I feel like that one might be better. The Princess of Swords. Yeah. I, liked, I like the King of Swords, so. Okay. So see, there might be might be coming full circle here. So you have you have the option between two different princesses here. Mm -hmm. If only we were all so lucky. Uh, inquisitive, verbose, lively. Sparks fly high with a twinkle in your eye. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> There are a million ideas floating around in your head, and you can't wait to tell anyone and everyone about them. Combusting with excitement, your creativ creativity and brilliance cannot be contained. The Princess of Swords urges you to put your ideas into action and to go for it. Young, idealistic truth seeker, you have a gift for gab that has the ability to translate effectively to others. Writing and speaking come easily to you, which will aid you when it comes time to spread your ideas and message. With a thirst to learn, you constantly ask questions and want to know the why of how things work. Your high energy and curiosity are endless and feed off of your willingness to find the answers. With time comes experience, and the more you go after what you want, the more wisdom and experience you will gain. Mm -hmm. 
Well, so on, um, on on one end you have uh, this sort of high energy creativity, and on the other one you have a more creative inquisitiveness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it said I have a million thoughts or a million ideas going on in my my mind. Mm -hmm. um, which really, it's just calling me out on my OCD. <laughs> well, hey, you know, but th there's some insight there. <laughs> sure. Um, and then uh, it's very, I speak very easily is I think one of the... <laughs> it says you have a gift for gab, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you listen to this show, I think we, we all know that that's not true. Um. um. Well, you know, when you get going about NHL or um, some indie artists, mm -hmm. you know, I think the words then come naturally. Okay. I mean, if I if I had to choose one, I would probably go with the uh, the Princess of Swords. Right. I I feel like the swords is more like your um your suit there. Yeah. Since we drew we drew both the king and the princess. Yes. I think that definitely has to do more with. Um, with with me than it does your shuffling abilities. Yes, yes, quite. Um, so yeah, so hopefully uh, that gave you a little bit of insight into um, you know, <laughs> your your role on the podcast and made you uh, gave you some clarity about whether you want to stick around or not. So you know, we had a good run. Uh, we, um, we did, we did, uh, because because my polls uh, told me that uh, the show is coming to an end. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it was fun while it lasted. And, um, and yours said that uh, you, you have too many ideas, so you have to go do them instead of this. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you know, I'll have to come up with better questions. Um, if we sure. if we do this again, I, th I think that sure. that might play into it better if, if we have better questions. Yeah. And per perhaps if anybody has other questions, we could do a. Uh, they could send them in and then a week later I could give them a reading. Yeah, um, I would much prefer that if, if anybody wants to do that, that would be great. So, yeah, there you go. And um, it'll flow much better once I actually know the cards. I know the major ones, but like whenever it gets to the five of Pentacles and the, you know, I don't, I don't know those ones. Sure. Um, and of course, these are also just the interpretations that are, that came with the tarot set that I have. So that you can, you could read these in other ways, depending on the, um, you know, your interpretation of them. Interesting. Interesting. Um, so yeah, so that was the, uh, unnamed, tarot segment um it was good so, I, I think it fits it fits audio pretty well i think it's entertaining okay good i'd like to i'd like to, to see it again okay good i'd like to see I you i'd like to see you go through it for yourself <laughs> like like okay. doing your own doing your own um readings okay yeah well then next week i will come up with some uh some questions for myself and some spreads perhaps um so it has been a very busy week um <laughs> all around the world uh and some people have been a little busier than others 
So there is a, a story that I saw that I really want to get into here. Um, and last week we brought up uh, everybody's favorite internet image board, 4chan. You know, um, I, I should probably say um, while we were talking about yeah. that last week, I, I really have no like um, experience with 4chan. Uh, that, that, you're better off. I thought that I had a, a good idea of what it was. And then after, because I was kind of like, I was kind of like going in, like I was kind of, um, I was very negative on, on, on 4chan last week. Uh, no, no, no. As you should be. Sure. But you know what I was thinking it was the whole time? Because huh. I remember a few years ago, there was a story of like stuff coming out of 8chan. Yeah. Which I, I, I'm assuming is just like an even worse version. You are correct. Okay. So last week in my mind, I had stuff from 8chan is, is what I was thinking we were talking about. But really, we were talking about 4chan. I don't know how much of a yeah. difference that makes, but I just wanted to mention that. Um. So 8chan was a spinoff of 4chan because 4chan banned child porn. Jesus Christ. So, okay. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, no, you're on the money. 8chan is worse. Yeah. And that's kind of the, the biggest reason why. Um, Yikes. Uh-huh. So, so this week, uh, a 4chan user... Um, got himself into a situation of his own making because he decided to take a little trip to Afghanistan uh, the week that it was taken over by the Taliban. Uh, you know, like, for a joke. So, I, I saw you put this down. What is the joke meant to be here? Haha, uh, ha, isn't it funny that I'm a, a privileged white person going to Afghanistan like, look at these people that are in crisis, and I don't have to worry about that shit. Okay. That's the, that's that's supposed to be the joke. I see. Yeah. Not really, but okay. Yeah. Um, there's not really much of a setup or a punchline. Um, so did he, he... He went before it was taken over by the Taliban, right? He went while it was about to be oh, taken over. okay. So he went on the 13th of August. So last Friday. Oh. So like, so like while shit is going, like about to go down. Mm -hmm. Because it was basically taken over over the weekend. <laughs> like, so he just he just did it, um, and and he posted his. Uh, he basically blogged his um, travel experience on fucking 4chan, um, and it is unfortunately real because he like doxed himself the entire way. Um, so yeah, so he literally went to Kabul. Just like days before it was taken over by the Taliban, mm -hmm. um, and so we can go through his experience here because it's just, just the insanity of it. Um, so his first post was, 
Like, he even just gives his name. Like, he gives his name out on 4chan. All right. So, his name is Miles. Uh, and, and he... Because, like, normally, 4chan is supposed to be anonymous. That's the whole point. Oh, really? Is that you're... Is that... Yeah, you're, you're, you're anonymous. You're just known by whatever the random code gives you whenever you make a post. Um... Oh, so it's like not, even, no, a, not like, even a username? No. Interesting. Um, so, but you can give yourself a username if you want. It's just like nobody does that because they're all anonymous little trolls. All right. So he, he just had, he titles his post, just chilling in Afghanistan. <laughs> and then he posts a picture, like a selfie. Decided to pop down to Afghanistan for a few days. Never been before. Just goofing off and soaking in the sun. Seems more peaceful than London to me. Ask me anything. Somebody says timestamp or fuck off. Um, and then he posts what appears to be, I don't know, some piece of paper. And then another photo with his face. I don't know what the piece of paper is. And he says, I have more photos. Did a little trolling at the bird market this morning. Whatever the fuck that's supposed to mean. Um... Then he has another post. My room is nice. It's hidden off the street and barricaded with several steel doors and checkpoints with guards. I've got a 32-inch fat TV. I've got AC, which works surprisingly well. Double bed and the mattress is rock hard, but apparently that's the custom here. I kind of like it. I've got a private bathroom and I get breakfast in the morning if I want it. No charge. They also offer takeaways. Checked Uber Eats for shits and giggles and nothing. So I got some food last night. Very good and cheap. It's like, yeah... It's almost like there are people here with a culture to themselves mm -hmm. that ex that exist. Like, what do you like? He went. He went as if he was like going to the zoo. Like, he's just. And it's like, no, there are people here that live here. Yeah, this is really pathetic. Um. And so then he posts a a British Airways American Express. Either the person that is reposting this blurred out the the number the card number or he did it himself and so he says if the taliban kidnap me the plan is simple i'm legally technically a lord bought fake certificate wore a suit in a bank and talked the talk I, I don't know what that means so it says lord on all my bank cards the taliban may see that as a reason enough to keep me alive thinking it may hold some negotiating power as they'll think i'm important let's hope it won't get to that stage though and so on the card, it says Lord ML uh, and then his last name. I can't I can't imagine anyone more attention starved than this person. Like, this is really just it's it's sad. Just imagine this little dweebus going into a bank with with a suit. It's like, oh, I wore a suit to the bank. Oh, you're a big boy. He and talk to the, the talk. talk. Whatever that means. Where they just ask what your name is. And he's like, yes, I'm Lord uh, <laughs> Miles. <laughs> and they're like, okay, sure. And they, and of course they'll put that on your card. You, you could say your name is Barney the Dinosaur and they'll put that on your debit card. Like, what the... F mm -hmm. <laughs> And and that and this is his plan is if if the t the Taliban gives a shit enough about him, they will not kill him on sight because that's what they're going to do to him is what he thinks. They will keep him 
for ransom because his debit card says Lord on it. Now, did, did you say where he's from? Is he from like the UK or the US? He's from the UK. I'm, I, I, I skipped over that part. He's from the UK. Okay. Um, so like, but who is he, who is he planning to be ransomed to? Does he think the UK is going to give a shit? Yes, his homeland. Like what? So th so th that so that's his plan. So then there are replies from people saying that it's like, oh, it's not that bad. Kabul won't fall within a few weeks. Um. So. Then he goes to a porta potty in the middle of the desert. Because what else is he going to do there other than realize that there are just people that live here and it's not, you know, just a complete blasted wasteland. Like, there are people. Yeah. That, that, that live. Like, I basically took the best piss of my life from this view. I really do like this country in many ways. It's like, yeah, it's it's a There are people. Like, what, do you, what were you expect? Also, thank you everyone for the support and kind words. Okay, so then he talks about what what his flight over was like. The flight was quite interesting. The plane was full, which was weird. I don't know why. Why is that weird? Half was full of young adults and teenagers who all talked with one another. They came in from Turkey, so I assume it was some sort of exchange program or school trip. I managed to make jokes with them, and I showed them how to watch Western movies for free online. Wish I gave one my Netflix account. Why would you do that? That's not a good idea. Why would you do? Why would you give any stranger your Netflix account? I hope that's. I hope you don't use that password anywhere else. Yeah, like what? There were three white people, all of which I spoke to. Okay, <laughs> one was for business. One wouldn't tell me, but I presumed business or gov, and one worked in the UK embassy. So he looked dead when I told him I was there for tourism. He said, "I think we'll be seeing each other soon." Haha. -ha. Okay. You know what some of this reminds me of? It's like, you know that that the bit where like you have like an alien from outer space trying to like incorporate into society and like observe uh -huh. human human life and they're just like so fascinated by like just like everyday stuff. Yeah. That that's what this guy is. Yeah, cuz he's cuz he's a fucking fortune he's like his only social interactions are browsing 4chan. Yes. And so he's going out into the world and it's like look at all these he, people talking and communicating with each other on the plane. Yeah, it's like these students from Turkey are joking with one another. It's like why wouldn't they be? Why wouldn't they be? <laughs> there were there were three white people. It's like yeah, there's they're everywhere. <laughs> like what, <laughs> why wouldn't there be? <sighs> all right, so this is this is now the 14th he's posting. Hi all, no issues where I am right now. I hear no gunfire. If I did, I'd shout out the window for them to be quiet as I need my sleep. Ugh. If they invade Kabul tomorrow, I'll buy a ticket to Turkey and then wait in the airport and depart to another country. Then the adventures happen all over again. Looks like I'm going the extra mile. Ha ha, cause my name. Get it? Ha ha. Um, all right. So then he continues. Thank you all. I shall keep you updated if I hear anything. I'm going to get some sleep now and wake up around 8 a.m. here or possibly earlier if some bombs drop. 
If it's a heat-seeking missile, I'll place some candles in the opposite direction to send them off course. This physics degree thing is really paying off. Nighty night all, Christ and I love every one of yous. I just, I hate, I hate his sense of humor so much. It's, it's a total, it's a total void of sense of humor. <laughs> it's just, it's just nothing. All right, so it turns out that he is posting on 4chan and he is also updating his Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are, there are posts on his Facebook page as well. So this is from his Facebook page. Uh, and this is, this is accompanied by a photo of a, a city street and a bank with lots of cars Tons of people. Uh, there's a bank run. Basically, banks lend out your money you deposit in so they can make more money. That's a simplified way of looking at it, but yeah. Issue is everyone is trying to withdraw all their money at once this morning. ATMs are dry. People are fighting in the streets and the military is fleeing. Taliban on TikTok said they have sleeper agents in the capital that will seize power whenever the code word is given. The government has until 4 p.m. to surrender. I will go to the embassy if the flights run out or if missiles fly. Okay, and then this one is from four hours after that one. Country in anarchy. Saw few dead in a car crash. Military is fleeing and only a few braves stay. Embassy is closed, so I walk to the airport and am safe. We'll find the British representatives and get a flight out. You know, just just get a flight out. Yeah, I mean, he's a high priority. You know, he's Lord Miles, so they're going to be looking out minutes, for him for sure. <laughs> minutes after that post... No more flights in Kabul. I'm stuck in Afghanistan. Bit of a pickle. <laughs> <sighs> so then this one's like an hour later. Found the internet hidden international resistance place. It has mostly Turkish, but they've invited me in and I found the British. Let's see what'll <laughs> happen from here. I found Got the a British. <laughs> 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 I know. It's like, yeah, they had to evacuate the embassy. They couldn't just stand there and wait for this dipshit to be like, hi, one one ticket back to England, please. <laughs> it's like, no. No, the city was overrun. <sighs> Let's see what'll happen from here. Got a badge, British lads. I'm basically hidden away and should be good. All part of the plan. Totally, totally, totally. Okay, and then he apparently did a 35-minute Twitch stream um, explaining his situation. Uh, it's currently not up. I don't know if he removed it or if Twitch removed it. It is not up. I didn't get to see it. Um, in the meantime, uh, Emirates flew a plane to Kabul and it turned around in midair. Um, so this is now on the 15th, on Sunday the 15th. Uh, he posts a, a selfie of himself. There's a pillow behind him, like he's in bed. Hey guys, slept really well. Took the most intense morning poo reading everyone's analysis of how much time is left. If I only have 72 hours left, I better spend 71 hours goofing off. Outside my window is fully peaceful. Also to the two people who hijacked my thread arguing, they're both wrong. No, I will not elaborate. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he's apparently in a hotel. Um, so he's explaining his situation in this hotel room. So there's a 32 inch fat TV, which picks up Pakistan channels, LOL. I don't know why that's funny. Double bed, but the mattress is rock hard. AC is actually sick. So the temperature gets too cold sometimes. 
Desk space is nice and the shower kind of works. I've clogged the toilet again, but we'll fix it or leave it as a present for the Taliban. Sometimes this dude is just like shitting his brains out. Yeah. Sounds like he has a bit of a problem there. Um, he really likes to point out the rock hard bed too. Yeah, it's like, okay. Um, then he says, an idea, lads. I've been emailing the BBC trying to get an interview to do some trolling on national TV. Not the first time I've trolled on TV, but this would blow up. Any ideas on how I can get a reply? They haven't responded in 36 hours. <laughs> He's being left on red by the BBC. How dare they? Don't they know where the real story is? He wants to do just a little bit of trolling. My God. Wouldn't be the first time I've trolled on TV. What a badass. Um... Okay, so then he's posting another plan if he gets captured. Uh, picture I get captured. I basically say all the normal Islamic greeting, whatever the fuck that means. I don't speak and let them know I'm reasonable and calm. I don't want to be annoying. Too fucking late, my dude. Mm-hmm. When they ask, when they ask why I'm here, I'll show them the Quran app and go. I come from a Western country with corrupted religion, morals, and degenerates. I have been searching for God and learned about Islam. I came over here because in the UK you can't discuss true Islam because the government is against it. I renounce the West. Oh my god. I came to Afghanistan as I heard about its respectable, reasonable people like yourself. I didn't go to Dubai or elsewhere because of lockdown. As the Quran says, man's travel to seek knowledge about God should be respected. I'm not Jewish. Not media, not government. I'm not like them. It's incredible. I don't, I don't like them. I've come here to learn and give to charity. I am not your enemy, my friend. <laughs> I understand if you want me gone. If you let me go, I will leave within an hour. You have my word, and if not, my head. <laughs> because this is that's all that that's all they want. That's all they want is his head. Yeah, and it's it's so much better when you think of him just sitting in a hotel, an air conditioned hotel room, coming up with this entire thing in his own head, unprovoked. <laughs> yes. Because this is this is all the Taliban wants is they want to convert this stupid little UK white kid or they want his head. Those are the only two options. That's all they want. Yeah, they've I, I, the, the past 20 year war has been about Lord Miles and who can control Lord yeah. Miles. Yeah, I ask that you let me go. I have an elderly parent at home and I don't want them to learn that I didn't make it home. <laughs> Uh, obviously not said in one go so robotically, but that's the general script in one. <laughs> play play on their emotion. <laughs> Do the us versus them game and show them how easy it is for me to get out of their hair. <laughs> you know, I, I'd actually, I'd like to see this guy on Big Brother. I really feel like he could, he could be a very, he could be a very good strategic mind. If uh, it was so easy to get out of their hair, why isn't he gone yet? <laughs> <sighs> if they ask why I'm clean shaven, I'll say it's because the Western government wouldn't let me fly with a beard as they try to stop me learning about God or something. <laughs> if I do it with confidence and sincerity, I stand a good shot at being let go. <laughs> 
famously, famously, nobody is allowed to fly with a beard. Oh, man. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> There's a reply. Don't let the pussies of this thread get in your head and spoil your holiday, lad. Trust the locals there with you and go have fun. <laughs> Soak the atmosphere. You still have four entire days. <laughs> you know, he paid for that uh, hotel. He, he might as well make the best of it. Oh, shit. And then somebody, somebody tries to come in with some realism. It will be overrun in less than 12 hours max. Probably less than eight before the flights stop. Taliban also won't give two shits if you're a Muslim or not, so pretending to be one would do nothing <laughs> at best. And at worst, they figure out you're shitting them and get angry. Pretending to be slash converting to hasn't saved any Westerners. You would probably absolutely be taken hostage and likely for years until you're maybe released, but more likely executed because they no longer need you to exchange for prisoners. All around a stupid ploy. Pick a Western business that does a lot of work in country and say you're with them or you're just sorting out affairs sorting out final affairs before leaving or a naturalist who studies bird migrations or something literally anything else besides a wannabe convert <laughs> you know I don't really appreciate this commenter I mean he's really bringing him down on his vacation he's ruining the chill vibes I know um so then he posts a picture of the safe house that he's in uh this is what I mean by safe house. Several layers of bullet, metal bulletproof doors and this final door here. And whoever has reposted this has blurred it out. Um, then he has a picture of him leaving or like in his outside part. Oh, I'm still doing some tourism. We call ahead to the police and army. It is still safe according to them as the Taliban doesn't care about those areas. Meanwhile, people are begging him to go to the airport and call the embassy. Mm-hmm. And he's just saying no. You know, what sucks is that I, I have a feeling the story ends in, <laughs> in this guy being, like, rescued. Um, which, like, the idea that any resources at all were used on this fool is is very sad. Well, let's... Let's, <laughs> let's keep going. Um, this post just... All caps. A jet just flew over my house. It's already his house. It's already his house. Um, another sideways photo of just like a man in a bicycle with a bulletproof vest. Some cinder blocks. Um, hey guys, it's gotten worse. We got to the top of this hill mountain and saw Taliban forces. We turned around instantly. They are very close. Tried to book a flight out for today, but there is none I could find. The numbers for the embassy don't work or just calls out. I'm driving back to the safe house, gathering my essentials, and will be knocking on the door of the embassy. If I'm stuck here, I will wait it out until the 19th in my safe house. What? Like, what? What is that going to do? Okay. I will clear the room so it looks like nobody is living there. <laughs> I will live in the roof. Now, this is just goofing off. I fear no... I feel no fear, though. Oh, yeah. It sounds like it. The irony of him, like, trying to, like, pull a Bin Laden, live, like, trying to hide out in the roof, you know, yeah. or, like, trying to dig, all, dig, dig the pie hole or whatever, or was that Saddam that was living in the pie hole? 
Remember that whole thing? Mm -hmm. Unironically, this is fun. This is what I live for, my friends. If I die, I die with dignity and Christ in my heart. I forgive anyone who will kill me. Let's see what my options are. <laughs> Heading home and then the airport. I have a global GPS tracker that I will activate and share with the MOD. I don't know what the MOD is. Maybe some UK thing. I will also buy a Ministry knife and stock up on water. Maybe. That, that sounds likely. I will also buy a knife and stock up on water and basic compact foods. This is if there are no flights and no embassy. I will try to help the man who is trapped. Tell him to contact me. You guys know my f f full time, but I can risk a ban for typing it out again. I don't know what that means. Plane is pack, embassy, airport, and then on the run. Thanks, lads. Okay. Then he says, got into my hotel, heading to the embassy. Covered myself in a burqa so they wouldn't tell I was a white guy. My God. Embassy closed, so I walked almost an hour to the airport. I took off the burqa halfway and am wearing a headscarf, trying to find the British ambassadors. I'm safe at the airport, however. Short, short response for now. Only essential talk. We'll update with time. Jesus has saved me, I hope. I will either die a man or leave with giant balls. Hee hee. Um, Only essential he talk. He joked about uh, converting to Islam, but it seems like he converted to Christianity, like yeah, partway partway through this. And what happened to <laughs> the the original intention here of being the white man who's free to walk around wherever he wants to? Now he's got a yeah. he's going back on uh -huh. that, huh? Yeah, he, he put the burqa on. Yeah. Um. Meanwhile, I, I, it's not a burqa. I think it's just a towel that he actually just wrapped around of himself. Of course, um, it is. So he continues. Um, Things aren't good for me right now. As I spoke to the journalists about my experience, I actually remembered them. I didn't remember them before. I've emailed the mental health people at a borough university, so hopefully they can help me. I'm struggling to stand and keep down water. I don't think I'll sleep tonight. I've seen too many dead people. I just wanted this whole thing to be a little charity thing. What? Where I can explore a weird country, but I've mentally broken down. I'm not sure what's going on right now. My face in the mirror doesn't look right. What, what would the chair where's the charity yeah i'm confused about that um this is a guy just parading around a foreign country for his own yeah. amusement um, um yeah at this point it's he's it started deleting shit because he's like probably doxing his location mm -hmm. um people are wondering if somebody took his phone um so this, this is another Facebook post now. I've been telling journalists this, but despite how interesting my situation is, that's one word for it, please remember I'm comfortable, whereas the average Afghani is fearing for their lives. My tour guide is currently fearing for his family, and his only crime is going the extra mile and saving my life. I can never repay him, and that saddens me. I've heard about some kind of people gathering money for my trip, but please put it to better use and donate to some charities in the area. A few dollars or euros will make all the difference for a family. It's what I've been trying to do on this trip, but sadly, it's never going to be enough, and that pains me. I hope you're all well, guys. When were you doing that? Yeah. When were you doing that? He's had this sudden shift uh, in perspective where he's sort of showing some semblance of, like, humility, but... Yeah. It only took seeing uh, some dead people and this poor fucking Afghan person who is throwing their life away to help his ass mm -hmm. 
and he's saying that he was going to give to charity but didn't yeah he's like i was gonna donate my life savings to help the citizens of afghanistan i don't even know like what this is the first you're mentioning of it so i, I can't believe right you. uh yeah so this is another Facebook post. No internet, so I don't know if this will post, but I've got on a list for Dubai and maybe flying within a few hours. Um, He's going to use up his miles. Get it? Yeah. Get yeah, it? Yeah. His, his miles? Because that's, yeah. that's his name. Yeah, that's... Yep. It's funny. Um, so then he starts complaining about uh, what he's allowed to bring on the flight. Oh, my God. On the flight out, we aren't allowed any liquids at all, no razors, and only one bag up to 10 kilograms, so everyone is tossing all their belongings into a pile. People are donating each other their items because they can't carry them. Some lads stuffed my body armor and bag with protein bars, over 20 of them. Very happy man right now. Thank you, lads. Okay. He Did he, did he uh, show up to Afghanistan with body armor, or did he get that along the way somewhere? He had to have gotten it somewhere yeah. along the way. I, uh, and then he posts a selfie with... A, there are a ton of refugees behind him. Uh, a lot of them wearing masks. He, of course, is not. Ugh, yeah. Um, and he says, the happy ending. Landed in Dubai thanks to the brilliant people at the British Army. All safe! Exclamation point. So, I'm assuming that his seat on the plane, mm-hmm. if he was not there, would have been given to a refugee. Yes, that is correct. So, like, fuck this guy. Yes, yes. I mean, oh, we've already known that, but... Mm-hmm. Seriously. Yeah, no. If if he never did this, yes, that would have been more room for people that were fleeing the country. Mm-hmm. Yes. For fleeing the country that was their home. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's awful. Mm-hmm. It's a hell of a story, but it's awful. Yep. Just the just the sequence of events and the de- the decline in his like like his um just like you see him like slowly losing his mind. Mhm. It's really great. Yeah. Yeah, he's like starving for water, sun scorched, emailing some kind of mental health facility or something. Yeah. Whatever that was about. I don't know what they were going to do for him. I um, I really I I loved uh when he's like I, f- I found the British. Yeah. <laughs> Unreal. God. Just absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. And you can just you can just post all this shit. You can just Yeah, the fact that he's just like trying to keep up this act throughout. And he's he's yeah. like letting he's like cracking at certain points, but then he tries to bring in his his lousy like humor mm-hmm. to it. It's just it's it's so clear that he's like like freaking the hell out. Like what what did you think was going to like what 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 was what did you think was going to happen? Yeah, you know, it's a good question. 
Um, I'd say that maybe he knew as much as the U.S. government did about <laughs> how how quickly this would fall apart. But, um, <sighs> I mean, like, it's funny. But at the same time, like, you're thinking about the fact that there are still so many people that need to get away. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yep. And, like, as of the time we're recording, I just don't have a lot of faith in the U.S.'s efforts in doing this and in helping refugees. No, of course not. Because, like, the statements that they're coming out with, like, I read this morning, the Secretary of Defense was, like, he kept saying, um, he or she, I don't know um, the, the Secretary's name, but they kept saying, like, we want to get as many people out as we can we just don't have the capability and they kept saying the word capability like what does that even mean you don't have the capability to get people out it's like sure you do of course you do sure you do and then this whole idea of like what are these trillions of dollars for exactly and 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 then and then the idea that the idea of like biden's clock that he's made like this august 31st deadline where people Mm -hmm. could just be out of luck on that date, that arbitrary date that he has made. So what, you're just gonna, you're just gonna leave people that you've put in the situation? Yeah, yeah, all of a sudden it's a, it's a hurry. Yeah. It's been 20 fucking years now, it's like, all right. I'm sorry, there's nothing else we could do. We're gonna pack our bags, good luck with that. Meanwhile, um, Afghan citizens, like women, there, so many women have not left their homes since the takeover. Yeah. Um, like, it, it, like you, you listen to the Taliban's um, like spokespeople and how they're trying to assure everybody that um, they're they're trying to make a more inclusive government and women will retain some rights. But then you hear these stories on the ground of like the violence that's erupting mm-hmm. and it just is completely counter to, to what they're saying. And it's, you just have like, it's very hard to believe anything they're saying. Yeah. So just a horrific situation. Mm-hmm. But, but Lord Miles made it home. Right. Yeah. So now he can, uh, do this again whenever the U.S. pulls out of a fucking country they shouldn't have been in in the first place. Yeah. And have a little holiday. Mm-hmm. Document his experience to all of his yeah. 4chan friends. Mm-hmm. Because cause, cause everything can go right for him, you know? Yep. It doesn't fucking matter. He was... Because at the end of the day, what, what, what was it? It was just a trip for him. Yeah. that's that. It was, it, it was an experience that he can tell people about. Yeah. It's like look at this 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 story that happened to me. How wild is this? The worst thing that happened to him was that he had diarrhea. Yes. And that his bed was hard. Mhm. And the air condi- yeah. and the air conditioning was a little bit too cold. Yeah, like what the fuck? I know. How you can have like a lack of self-awareness? even in the middle of all that it's just wild mm-hmm. it's just wild <laughs> yeah 
But yeah, I mean, that's what happens whenever you you fucking raise yourself on 4chan. Yes. Like, do you think there was, like, a thread of, like, people discussing this idea and he was the guy that decided to go through with it, taking this vacation? Ah, uh, probably. Probably, yeah, right? But it's like, but it's like every, everything to them is a joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he went to the bird market and he was just doing some some morning trolling. Yeah, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> I know. But then it's like, yeah, you have a, 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 a thousand people, you know, uh, cheering him on. Right. Because that's what they do. Because they want to see, they want to see the worst thing that could happen. Of course. Of course. It's like, meanwhile, you turn on the news and you have people clinging onto the outside of airplanes just trying to, to get out. People that right. didn't and he, have a choice to be there in the first place. Yeah, and he's upset that he can't take liquids on. I know. I know. It's like, well, you, you fucking can't do that on a commercial flight, you ass. Yeah, that was incredible. Like, the like, the only thing you should care about on that plane is yourself. Be, like, being on that plane is is your, your actual being. I feel like uh, Suicide Squad and uh, Evangelion can take place in the same conversation. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and so, okay. So, Suicide Squad, or I guess The Suicide Squad, the one that just came out, is basically a redo of a Suicide Squad movie, right? Mm-hmm. Where, where it like the 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 first attempt, it's almost like it didn't happen. It it doesn't matter. Um. Yeah, I think maybe there was like one reference to Will Smith, but beyond that, uh, if there was, I didn't catch it. I, I think there was like, uh, like a passing reference to Harley Quinn knowing the guy that looks like um the guy that played Bane Tom the guy that looks like Tom Hardy but isn't Tom Hardy mm -hmm. you're that talking guy. about the the military guy right like Rick something no 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 the, oh, the one him. that the one that beef the one that beefs it in the beginning he was in he was in the other one. Oh, was he it's been so yeah. long um and that was hardly a movie to begin with so I don't really remember much from it yeah, he was like the only other one that was like in both. Okay. I don't remember what the fuck his name is, but the one looks like Tom Hardy. Anyway, I feel, that, that there, I feel like there are at least three actors that you've said are like knockoff Tom Hardys. Well, there's a bunch. There, there are a bunch, yeah. but um, that's one of them. Um, but anyway, like other than that, like the movies have nothing to do with. No, they movie. don't. They don't. Whatsoever. So this was a this was a redo of a Suicide Squad movie, mm -hmm. um, and uh, these Evangelion rebuilds are because we don't we don't have to talk about Suicide Squad. It was fine. Oh, I we think. don't. Um, do do you want to? I mean, I was curious what you thought about it because we hadn't really discussed it outside of the the podcast. So 
All right, we can do it. All right. Um, I thought it was okay. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, like it didn't like blow me away, but it was like, okay, wow, they actually made a movie this time. It was like my was my reaction. To yeah, it. it's it's a very um, low bar to clear. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, like if you if you have a musical cue set to like the Pixies, like I'm gonna be into it. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Uh. But like you said, it was a really low bar. Uh, mm -hmm. Good visuals, you know, um, some good character moments. Like it, it was, it was a fine movie. Yeah, like that was. That's pretty much it. Um, the starfish was cool. And that's yeah, it was. It, it just reminded me of the fucking demon from SMT Decarabia. So like, I was just like, oh yeah, they're oh, just yeah, fighting that's, Decarabia. That's totally what came to my mind as well. <laughs> uh. But yeah, like it, it, it was fine. It was competent, and uh, that's like all you could ask, really. Um, I thought, you know, like like just just having a a fucking cast, like a better cast, and not just Will Smith like cashing a paycheck, you know, sure makes a world of difference. Like if you if you contrast like Will Smith and Idris Elba's acting, like <laughs> like come on, it's true, you know, yeah, like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> um, and and then you like, I thought John Cena was surprisingly like pretty damn good. Yeah, I actually wasn't surprised by that. Um, he has turned into a good comedic actor in in the right situations. Um, his like comedic timing is very good. Um, like yeah, I haven't I haven't seen him in like a real thing. Yeah, he's you know? he's mostly done like those big studio comedies that are mostly like mediocre but i've seen one or two of them and yeah he's just he he knows what he's doing when it comes to that kind of role yeah and i thought his character was like you know like the satire of a captain america ass you know yes like that one line like i'll bring peace no matter uh <laughs> if i have to kill women and children or whatever yes. like yes uh was just like so perfect um and that one where he's like, it's not a toilet bowl, it's an emblem of freedom or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, like, it had, it had good lines, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and every time they had, they, like, went into, like, one of these new characters' backstories, it felt like it was just, like, you know, uh, needlessly, um, like, explanatory, like, as a joke. Right. You know? Like the rat catcher shit. It was just like, oh yeah, this is this is. It doesn't matter what these people's backstories are. Like, they're just gonna blow shit up anyway. Exactly. Um, yeah. And yeah, I thought the beginning was great because it's like, it doesn't it, it doesn't matter if these are established characters, or just fucking random nobodies. Like it, it who cares? I gotta like, say though, um, for a random nobody, um, one that really shined for me and left a lasting impression was weasel sure sure and like i don't know if this was if it was the influence coming off of um sexy beasts for a few weeks in a row there oh god in heaven but like i realized after i watched this movie that my favorite characters were all the like animals because i was really into weasel i really liked the shark dude and and the rat yeah. was cool like i i was into the rat so i don't know it's something about something about uh 
Something about it. I don't know. Something's awakened in you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 You might need to watch out. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I like King Shark. Um, it's kind of weird to divorce uh, the Harley Quinn show, King Shark, which is like voiced by Ron Funches, who is like such a specific voice. Yes. Um, because I kind of thought this King Shark was just kind of like, oh, it's kind of Groot again, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Um, no, this was Guardians of the Galaxy. Just like a bit meaner. Yeah. Well, the thing was like, I never like every time I tried to watch Guardians of the Galaxy, I literally fell asleep. Mm -hmm. Um, So I never watched it. Uh, But yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, that's that's just that's just Groot. Yeah. Except except this time it's Sylvester Stallone. Of course. Um, But it's like, yeah, like it doesn't fucking matter, you know? Right. Um, Right. Like these don't this doesn't need to be like. Like who cares if Idris Elba is uh, dead shot or uh, dead whatever? Blood sports. I don't even, blood sp- yeah. Who, like who cares what that? You know, mm-hmm. like he's just the shooty guy. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't matter so much to the point where it's like when they try to do like an earnest like moment about like their background. Like remember when they were on the bus? And you have the two characters sort of like connecting because they have sort of a similar past in a way. Yeah. It's like that almost felt out of place because the movie was not taking itself seriously outside of that. Well, that's why I felt like it was so extended that it was like parodying those moments of where it's like, oh, now's the part where we have to explain why these characters should give a shit about each other. Mm -hmm. And it's going to go on for so long, like. Ratcatcher Two was go like going way too deep into her backstory yes. in order to provide that. Yes, and so it was like parodying those moments in the movies. I felt. Um, yeah, um, I don't know if I fully want to give it credit for that. Yeah, you know <laughs> that's fair. But I mean um, that's fair. But um, yeah, like there's a reason that people were excited when James Gunn sign on for this because it's it fits well because it's basically the same thing that guardians of the galaxy was right you know it just works and that, that's 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 basically what people wanted it's what people wanted yeah um yeah and and like i said the starfish was really damn cool mm-hmm. <laughs> like i was so into that um yeah like the whole final act was was like really good spectacle and like there was a story I saw this week, like an interview with James Gunn, where he had an idea that to, for Superman to have been the original like villain of this movie, mm-hmm. which sounds interesting. Like it could be interesting. Which I, I think is the plot of that Suicide Squad game that's uh, supposed to be coming out eventually. Oh, is it really? I think so, because that was like the trailer. Huh. That's like from Rocksteady, like the original Arkham developer. Right, right. So, because Superman was like evil and whatever in that trailer. So then I guess it's a good thing for that reason that this didn't overlap. Um, right. And then also if Superman was a villain, we wouldn't have got the starfish. So. Yeah, exactly. I'm happy with the decision. Yeah. Um, it's not. It's not often that you... Uh, sympathize with like a giant like kaiju character that's like smashing up a smashing up a city 
Right. You know? Yeah. Like, they pulled it mm-hmm. off. They pulled that off. Yeah. And, like, DC, uh, with their films, they've, they've had a real, like, villain problem. Mm-hmm. Um, not very many compelling villains throughout their their movies in recent years, so... They had something yeah. going in this, at least, you know? The biggest sin of the first Suicide Squad was wasting Enchantress. Wasn't... Just completely... Wasn't even a character. Just, just squandered that. Yeah. Ugh. And then you think we could have had Guillermo del Toro Justice League Dark movie. My God. Yeah, that would have been really interesting. Ugh. Remember what they took from you. (laughs) Yeah. What is he up to anyway? Because he hasn't... He hasn't had a film come out since uh, winning Best Picture for Shape of Water. He'll like tweet every once in a while. He's like, hi, I'm like coming up for air. I'm working on some some shit. Oh, okay. He's (laughs) Uh, had his name attached to a handful of things like executive producing and whatnot, but uh, still Mm -hmm. waiting on like his next big, his next big project. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but uh, so anyway, so like, so this was like, you know. A redo of Suicide Squad. And what I also watched this weekend was the Evangelion rebuilds that are now on available on Amazon, including the last one, um, which is the the first release of the last movie uh, that I think it hit theaters in Japan. Maybe for like a brief time, but um, like. It's the first time these movies are fully out and they're fucking finished because the first movie came out in 2007. And uh, so the the fact that this last one is coming out, the, the previous one, which was, hold on. I believe it was 2012. So are these the same people working on it for the most part as the original um, anime series or no? Uh, it is the same uh, writer director. It's Hideaki Anno. Okay. Um, so let me let me double check this. Yes. Okay. So the so Evangelion 1.0. You are not alone. Uh, was 2007. Uh, 2.0. You cannot advance. Was 2009. Uh, 3.0. You cannot redo. It was 2012, and then 3.0 plus 1.0 was uh, March of this year uh, in Japan. And that's the conclusion to the entire series, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, now, so these, they're called the rebuilds of Evangelion. And it... They're not like trying to explain like what they are is so confusing and it, it gets more confusing when you look at like the whole scope of what like this 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 blurring of what remakes are like what what is a reboot mm-hmm. you know how like what are continuations of series? 
Um, because the, the first movie is basically a remake of the beginning portion of the original series. Um, like pretty much to a T. Mm-hmm. Like same scenes, same same plot for the most part, just sort of condensed. Um, but then from there it goes in a completely different direction. Uh, and so it's like it it it's a retelling of the series, but then it loops back in on itself. And I'm assuming there's I'm assuming there's like a you you would need to see the series before the films you have to okay. you have to uh you you're missing so much context um that it like the the movie can't cover um that just sort of, it sort of just glosses over like it expects you to already know like how this world is operating mm-hmm. um and like some just basic understanding of like what some terms and things are and like what some character relationships are because of the way that it'll like sort of change or twist what some things like it'll 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 show um like a specific visual that is supposed to evoke something from the original series that puts it into an entirely different context but only if you recognize that exact same visual right from the original um, and also I think it would just be really fucking hard to follow mm-hmm. without having seen the original series and the end of Evangelion movie. Um, and that, like, that was, that was, that was my feeling, uh, in the notes that I wrote. And that was me seeing m- movies one through three. Okay. Um, and then I watched the last movie. And this is the new one that just came out in March, right? The one that just came out. Because I hadn't seen any of these before. And so I was working my way through them. Uh, so then I saw the last movie. Um, and it's fucking genius. It is fucking phenomenal. It is so goddamn good. The way it encompasses the entire original series the end of Evangelion movie and concludes its own series of movies all at the same time while being completely cohesive is is such a hard thing to pull off and it manages to do it. Um, it's 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 goddamn remarkable. It really is. It's a lot to take um, on. It really is. And so the other thing that is on Amazon is a two-part uh, documentary about the making of the last movie. Mm-hmm. Um, two 50-minute parts uh, sort of following Anno and his team, mostly Anno, um, and a little bit about the background of uh, his process and, you know... Um, because it's a documentary that goes through four years of the development of the movie. Um, because the last one came out in 2012. Right. It's been almost a decade since the last movie. 
And this is this is, these movies have been spanning. It's been like fifteen fucking years, mm-hmm. just for these movies. Um, and so the thing that you have to understand about uh, Evangelion is that the response to the original anime ending, the last episode, the backlash to it was like so severe. Like, people fucking hated the ending so much. Um, I'm a I'm a that, Lost fan, so I can relate to that. Yeah. Not that yeah, I can relate um, to not liking the ending. I just relate to hearing the backlash. Right, exactly. Um, to to, to clarify, I love the ending of Lost. I don't know if that was clear, but okay, keep going. Sorry. <laughs> sure. Yeah, no, 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 good. Uh, just, just an insane amount of backlash. And in the documentary, he talks about this. He's like, yeah, I, I got death threats. And people even, like, I, I was reading online, and this is in 1995. So he was reading online in 1995. He's like, yeah, uh, people were talking about the specific methods of how they were going to kill me. Christ. And, and he's reading that, you know. And, he, and at the time, he was feeling like, this, no, this is my life's work. This is my masterpiece. Um. And then people were talking about how they wanted to kill me. And so, like, I was just going to do it. I was just going to kill myself, basically, is what he's... Um, wow. And so then they... He, he makes End of Evangelion, which is at one point people consider it a redo of the two last episodes of Evangelion. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, it is also a fuck you <laughs> to the fans that didn't like the the original ending. Good. Um, while also coexisting with that ending. Um, and I personally think it's genius. There are a lot of people that don't like that ending. Of course. So, so, so both endings are entirely controversial. So, and in the documentary, he then talks about how it's like anything he tried to make afterwards, it would just come out like Evangelion, no matter what he tried to do. Mm-hmm. It would just be like, this is no, this is just a shadow of Evangelion, like any project he would make. So then he decided to make the rebuilds. And so then these rebuilds just became, okay, you know, originally like maybe sort of a straightforward remake and then just sort of split off into their own thing. And then this last movie is a third ending to the series that still like holds the original now two endings as if they're all one in the same wow and it's and it fucking works that's like miraculous it it's it is it fucking works and i have to and i have to say up front i fucking cried i cried at this movie mhm I cried at an anime film. Like, and it just, and it just kind of came out of nowhere. Right. Too. I'm just sort of watching the movie and then, you know, 
it's like shit wait what the fuck just happened to me what happened to me mm -hmm. that this is like that i'm crying all of a sudden yeah i mean you're talking like literally decades of of i mean i didn't you haven't been following for decades but a lot of people have been following this, this right. story for decades right i only saw the original series uh originally maybe 2015 maybe mm -hmm. so i haven't been following it for that long you know i was just trying to, i was playing catch up and this is my first time watching these movies yeah um I just think it's absolutely incredible and it's like the 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 lines that get blurred between you know sequels and reboots and and what what like you could just see genius at work like you think about Twin Peaks the return yes and playing with audience expectations and playing with trying to give people what they want and saying no you don't actually want this you do not want this you don't actually know what you want mm -hmm. I will give you something better than what you want because fan service is way too and easy it is it is I mean, it, it can be effective in the right in the right context, but it's still it's 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 the yeah. easy route. Yeah, it's like you you don't know what you want. You think you want Cooper hanging out at the diner. You don't want more of that. No. You want to see what I can do. You don't want any more and cups of coffee. Right, and it's the same for Evangelion. That's very interesting. I think you've convinced me to finally go back and, and finish that, that series, which I failed to do a number of times now. It's, it's, it's must. It's especially after this, mm -hmm. especially after this. And so, um, just to keep track of everything. So the original series is on Netflix still, right? Yes. And the, what about the original movie that came after the series? Do you know where that is? If anywhere? It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. So they're both on Netflix. Then all four of these uh, more recent films are, are streaming on Amazon. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, if you could, like, it's 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 really easy since it's on Netflix and everybody has Netflix. If you could get your hands on the original translation, um. I would do so mm -hmm. because the Netflix translation changes some things uh, that um, screws with context of like a couple character relationships. Yeah. Just the way that they interpret some uh, like Japanese phrases. Um, other than that, it's fine. But there are just a few a few moments where they 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 take a very literal approach. Um, when they shouldn't have, mm -hmm. in order to convey what they need to in English. Um, 
and that stuff has been and like I can't speak to the that stuff has been well documented too. Like, so you could actually watch yeah, that, and you could yeah. you could compare the two and and stuff like that. You can, yeah, yeah. Um, and I can't speak to the dub because I didn't watch the dub. I know I know people have a reverence for the um, original dub um, actors mm-hmm. uh, who returned to do the rebuilds. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and so the Netflix dub will have different actors than the rebuilds if people uh, will watch the dubs. So that's just something to keep in mind. And do you know about the voice actors um, for the um, like the original, like the sub the subtitle? I, I, I believe they're the same. They sounded the same to me. Yeah. Um, and I think they I think they were because, yeah, they show up in the documentary. And uh, yeah, I, I believe they are cool. The same. Um, so, yeah, it, it's it's something else. It's like because then, then you look at something like um, Final Fantasy seven remake. And how. That will give you fan service. But then it's like, okay, all right, good. Are you nice and happy? All right, cool. Because now we're gonna now we're gonna now we're gonna fuck shit up. Yeah. In a good way. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like you've 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 played the you've played that game. You've played it. Here's now let's yeah, here's now something let's, new. Now let's go do something. Yeah. Um and it's very exciting to see what they're going to do with the next parts because um, I have a feeling it's going to be drastically different. Mm-hmm. Drastically. Um, and it's very exciting. So it's like just kind of thinking about um, it, it, it. It's very different. Like you, you kind of see this with, um, you know, there's a new Superman every five years or whatever. There's a new Batman. So that gets rebooted all the time. Yeah. And so it's like, it's sort of a common thing in comics. But like, there, there's something different whenever it's something that runs for so long. Um, there, and people hold such reverence for when you can just sort of, it's like this, this, sort of postmodern attitude of where we can take what you know and just mix it up. And it's and it's not as easy as just creating a pastiche of what you know. Yeah. And it's 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 more impressive too when you think about um what a lot of Hollywood is, which is just a lack of original ideas and just like remaking stuff from the past and a lot of a lot of TVs, reboots nowadays. Um Right. A lot of it's pretty uninspired, and it's just doing it because because people liked it and they'd like to see more of it um, without any real right. without any real direction or, or purpose or drive, you know. Right, like there's a, there, there's such a difference between you know a gritty Ghostbusters and uh, a Riverdale, you know, uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, you know, whether what quality aside. And then whenever you see uh, the original creative team continue a, a beloved cult series. Yes. Um, yeah, it, it's something else. Um, That's exciting. I, I, you've convinced me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump back in. Yeah, I, I, it's, 
it's must watch. It really is. Um, my only complaint about Amazon's subs is that the first movie is closed caption subs, which kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, but then the re the other three just have natural subtitles. Well, that's good. So I don't know what happened with the first movie. Yeah, I, I mean, I was assuming since it's Amazon that they um, would all be closed captioning. So that's actually a pleasant surprise for me. Yeah. Um, and and some of the, oh, the, some of the art in this, my God. Oh yeah, because um, these are at least the later ones are probably high def, right? I believe they all are. Um, at least they felt like they were. Cool. But the later ones, Jesus Christ. Wow. Like some visuals. Um, and they, they've incorporated CJ, uh, CJ, CGI, um, in a way that is not like overdone or feels like that it's overtaking the, um, original key animation. Mm. Uh, just, yeah, it's, it's special. It really is. Awesome. Um, all right. So that should do it for us for this week. Uh, I feel like we covered a whole lot on this show. Yeah. Um, just want to give you a few reminders on the way out the door. Uh, you can follow me everywhere at Denon Road. Check out the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Road TV, Twitch, twitch.tv slash Road TV. And YouTube, you can do a search for Dead and Road TV and get you there. Um, and so it turns out in order to get a custom YouTube URL that'll be nice and easy to read off, uh, you need 100 subscribers. So if uh, anybody wants to help us out and get us that number so I don't have to do a janky-ass YouTube search outro, um, that would be really appreciated. It would help us out. Um Check out deadendroad.co. Uh, there's going to be some product reviews coming, including one for the Razer Blade 14 laptop that I'm working on. Um, and as a programming note, uh, it, it's actually uh, embarrassing that I put this here this week. But um, I'm just going to say that episode. look for new episodes every Wednesday because that's when I've been able to get them out. Um, except for last week where I was not able to get it out on Wednesday. So... Which would be this week, whenever I'm saying it. <laughs> I'm I'm living in like two different timelines. Whenever I'm talking about editing, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was not able to get the episode out on Wednesday this week. It'll be out tomorrow, the twentieth, which is Friday. But in general, look for Wednesday's release because that's been how I've been able to um, have it edited and out for you. So. Uh, just unfortunate that I decided to announce that the one week that I couldn't get it done. So you probably could have just said it's coming out Wednesdays and nobody would have really questioned you. Of course, but I wanted to be, it just feels dumb. It's like, Hey, wait, but yeah, Wednesday, new episodes, Wednesdays. There we go. Um, Hump day. Oh yeah. And the, e the email, uh, video at denitrobe.co. Send us your Terra questions. Uh, yes, please yeah. do so that I don't have to come up with any more on the spot because I'm really <laughs> bad at improvisation, as you could tell from that entire segment. I did not know what was going on. 
think I have any other reminders. I think that's it. Um, yeah, I should do it. All right. See you in the next one. See you next Wednesday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>